0: Hey, 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 you guys. I'm so excited once again to have a special guest on season seven of Black Canvas. Now, this is such a great moment for me because I love amazing music and new artists, especially when we talk about, like, rock music, which is something I grew up on, and I love to see women in power and control. And this next guest that we have is the epitome of success in my books. And I love her voice. And so I asked her to be on the show and she said, hey, yeah, I want to do it. I was like so excited and pumped that she's here. She's electrifying. She's daring. And these are just a few (laughs) words to describe this Los Angeles neo-alternative rock artist, Miss Alicia Cherie. Drawing upon icon influences like ACDC and Nirvana. Mm -hmm. And any of you guys know, y'all know I love Kurt Cobain. So love that for sure. Miss Alicia Cherie effortlessly synthesizes elements of 80s classic rock with the 90s grunge, and I love to call it that grunge movement, to create an aggressive, cross-generational sound that she contrasts with an unapologetically soulful vocal, reminiscent of major artists like Tina Turner and Janis Joplin. Her distinct, raspy tone tells a powerful story of pain, desperation, and eventual triumph a voice previously devastated by a vocal trauma that left her entire singing range obliterated. After a 12-year battle to recover her voice and rediscover her confidence, she has emerged from the ashes with her first global release titled Fight. And trust me, guys, she's a fighter, and I love that. This fiery, fiery punk anthem informs her personal mission to empower her growing fan base to fight for their own dreams despite obstacles or opposition. Miss Alicia Cherie is currently continuing her time travel through the rock ages to deliver a nostalgic yet uniquely mutated collection of music tentatively titled The Phoenix Rises. She is also currently on tour and we're just so glad to have Miss Alicia Cherie as a guest on Black Canvas. Thank you for being here.
1: Oh my gosh! Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited
0: so excited for you. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you. I, I'm excited for us right now. I've I've been looking forward to this interview. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into it. I can't wait to hear. You know what questions you have for me.
0: You know, I got some questions now. <laughs> I know that's
1: why I'm so excited. Like, oh, what is he gonna ask?
0: <laughs> and I love her personality, you guys, as well. And that's what I think makes you such an amazing you. artist. You're welcome. I mean, you have a great presence on stage, off stage, and I think you remind me so much of this artist. I don't know if you, have you seen a show the the
1: four. I have seen the... Fo- I saw like a couple episodes, but I didn't really watch it all the way.
0: Okay, well, there's an actual rapper on the show and your voice and personality reminds me of her Sherea J.
1: Sherea... Oh, you know, yes, 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 yes. You know, I I started following her on Instagram for a while after I saw her on there. She's dope.
0: She is. I sent her actual... um um an invitation to hopefully be on the show And we actually talked for a little while i hope Sherea, if you see this i love to still have you on the show she's such an amazing dope person but just her story battling cancer yes. and
1: yes. she just was
0: someone who i looked up to on that show and then missy elliott being someone who gave her a huge start in her career i feel like alicia you're right there with yeah her,
1: Oh, well, that is, cheese. that is such a, such a compliment uh, because she's such an inspiration. And like you said, she's a great talent. So thank you. I, I appreciate that. I'm just honored to be mentioned in the same sentence.
0: Oh, no problem. So I got my fun first question for you. Whoop, whoop, here we go. Here we go. All right. So if you have the opportunity to record music with any current top 40 artists on the charts, who would you choose and what type of vibe do you feel that y'all will create together?
1: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Well, I hope I have a fun answer for this one. (laughs) Cause I feel like this question is always hard for me when people ask me, well, who would you collaborate with? Who's like top 40? Who's like on the radio right now. It's such a difficult question for me because I tend to look to artists that are not necessarily on the top 40, as far as like inspiration or collaborations. Um, But if I had to give you somebody who is on the top 40, like right now, um, I'd probably say Lady Gaga. Cause she's just, she's fierce. She's different. She's all about, um, you know, encouraging people to live in their, you know, their uniqueness, and to be bold and be brave. And I think we could we could come up with some stuff for sure.
0: I think so too. I think that would be a great remix so y'all can do rain on me part two.
1: Yeah, I hate that.
0: There we go. I mean, the artist who I would love to see you collaborate with would be her.
1: Yeah, oh, you know, that one's a good one too. And I, I've seen her in concert and oh my gosh. Yeah, she's dope.
0: Man, I'm jealous. You saw her in concert? Really?
1: Yeah. Um she um she opened up for Lauren Hill.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Stop there. You saw Lauren Hill as well?
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it just keeps getting better, right? Yes. <laughs> I saw saw them both at the Hollywood Bowl out here and it was it was amazing. I was actually supposed I to mean. go with my parents. They were supposed to fly in and we were supposed to go together. Um, but their plans change, and they said, well, you know, we have the two extra tickets, so find find two other people to go with, because we're not coming. And I'm like, oh, okay. So um, my husband and I, we took, you know, both of our best friends, and it was it was such a good time.
0: Well, I'm so glad you, your husband, your friends, y'all had an amazing time. I, I always go back to one of the most amazing concerts, and I'm about to stump you on this one right now.
1: Stump me. Here we go. <laughs> Tamia, what Alicia Keys,
0: stop Missy Elliott, and the Queen herself, Beyonce.
1: Ooh, wait, all on the same bill?
0: Yes, it was the the Queen's first tour, it was in 2003, I believe.
1: Wow, and that
0: was when Beyonce came out with her first album, um, Crazy in Love, and that's when it became real popular. and. Uh, right. alicia keys i promise you is one of the best live performers she got up on that piano i have
1: seen her live that was my very very first concert that i ever saw as a kid was alicia keys
0: oh my god i mean alicia keys just was <laughs> amazing and then missy yes. elliott had strippers uh, well well this is a um sorry, <laughs> pg pg show but it was right it, right i was like <laughs> we we'll just what? call no them dancers <laughs> i was like well yeah it was a dancer right I was like what in the world is going on and I was young so I just remember just that whole experience but it was such a great great time and then the one thing I loved about that concert was that I was actually bowling at this time and I was it was right after um, my grandfather passed away and so it was really hard for me to kind of Get back into the yeah. fold the wanting to to bowl and do stuff. And I just remember after the concert, I was still inspired to right. to still do it for a couple of more years. And I did for a little while, but it was it was fun. It was a fun experience. Oh,
1: oh it sounds like fun. Okay, so I'm a little jealous about one. Well, I had to
0: stump <laughs> you. I mean, I'm not gonna let you win on that. Ah, one. <laughs> you definitely
1: took the cake on that one. That one is oh that's a good. That's a really good lineup.
0: Oh yeah. So I got another fun question for you. So. Um, what do you feel yes. is the best song that you've released thus far, and why?
1: Mm. I'm gonna have to say um, "New Strange," which is like my my latest single. I have I have a couple others queued up <laughs> for release in the next couple of months, but um, "New Strange" is is my latest release. And um, the reason why I'm so proud of that song um, is because i have it's probably my most vulnerable song. And music is probably like the only space you will ever like really hear and see me <laughs> be vulnerable. Like, yes, I'm a Cancer, my birthday's coming up by the way. And you know, I tend to be like, you know, I can be a little emotional, um, but I, I tend to try to keep, you know, a pretty level head and, and straight face. Like when I'm, you know, around like a lot of people. Um, but music really um, allows me to just, you know, fold when I need to fold or like be happy when I want to be happy. And so New Strange, I wrote during the pandemic. I wrote at the um, towards the end of 2020, like September 2020. And um, I was really going through a tough time during the pandemic. Like I I I'd started out like real cool. Um, you know, I was like, all right, well, you know, we're not going outside. That's fine. I'm, I'm a homebody anyway and I work from home. Right. But when I realized that I wasn't being fulfilled in the other parts of my life, which is, you know, my the musical side of my life and being able to perform live and be with people, um, I really started to feel those effects mentally. And so I, you know, I sat down one night and I just kind of started writing about it. And then um, and then I sent the lyrics to my band and we kind of held like a rehearsal and finished fleshing out the rest of the song. And that was actually like the first song like I I actually wrote with them. Um, So that's another reason why I'm proud of it. But yeah, like that's that's my favorite song. Um, It's a song that's, you know, it's encouraging in a dark time. That's why I like it so
0: much. I love that. I mean, and one thing I do want to commend you for is being able to talk about still being almost introverted to a certain extent of being a homebody, but still missing getting out and yes. doing things. And I think people don't understand that because I'm introverted myself. But in my professional career, I have to exert a lot of energy. So, exactly no one understands it they're like well well you seem like you want to go out and go like no i want to go to bed and go sleep like
1: i'm (laughs) okay (laughs) i want to put on my bonnet and turn on netflix like people don't understand that whenever i say i'm an introvert they're like no way and i'm like yes way like i really enjoy my peace (laughs) and quiet and i'm only i only want to be big and loud when it's time to be big and loud which is outside on a stage or if I'm going out like purposely networking like that sort of thing but when I'm just kind of moving and grooving you know through life I'm, I'm very much introverted and you know sorry to say but I like to be left alone a lot of times <laughs> so,
0: you ain't gotta apologize for the
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I just you know I'm just trying to go buy this spinach and you know and whatever from the grocery store I'm just trying to get back to the house <laughs> so I can't get with my dog and oh, my yeah, husband,
0: that's right. <laughs> I tell. I'm gonna repeat that again. You ain't got to apologize. true. <laughs> yes, honey. Like,
1: and you understand, but a lot of people don't understand it because they do just see us in our like extroverted nature, and they're like, "There's no way you're an introvert." And it's like, "No, I've been an introvert my entire life, except for when you gave me a microphone. That's the only time I opened up."
0: <laughs> and you opened up really well with that. I mean, it goes back into Thank just. You. Uh, uh, your your voice. And I know you've experienced, and we talked about it in the intro about you having a lot of difficulty with your voice and and what happened. Do you yes. mind sharing? this up to you if you want to kind of talk more about that situation.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't mind at all. I I typically share this information like at my shows and stuff too, um, and it's usually like the intro going into fight. Because that's what fight was inspired by. Um, But basically, I I lost my singing voice for quite some time. I got sick one night um, from food poisoning, which is like bizarre. Um, And I spent about like seven hours nonstop just vomiting. And and you know how you know how black moms are. They're like, look, let me just get you some water and some saltines, help you settle your stomach. And it's just like ah. That's not working. Like I was, I was throwing all that back up, and like I really couldn't keep anything down, and so it was just like nonstop. And what I what I noticed after that like episode, I, I figured, you know, with all the acid that that came up, like, all right, maybe for like a week, this is going to be an issue. I was in, you know, concert choir singing, you know, alto section. We were preparing for um, our next competition, and so I'm just like, all right, you know, a little week of lip sync, and I'll be okay. <laughs> and then that week of lip syncing turned into like months after that and even after like graduation um I was still having difficulty and I was I was set to move to Southern California I'm originally from a little town called Lompoc in Santa Barbara County that's where I was raised but I was born in L.A. And I, you know, I've always had aspirations of moving back to Southern California to pursue music. And I came down here to attend school and then to hopefully pursue music, but I really didn't have a voice then. It was still very much um, just like rubbed raw. Um, I would have conversations with people and like just my speaking voice sometimes would cut out. And then people would look at me like, oh, what's happening? Like, what's wrong with you? Um, so it, it took me a really long time. Um, I I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't see like, you know, a ENT or anything, ENT doctor, um, because that, that was, you know, my own thing. Like growing up, I really didn't like going to the doctors and I kind of carried that into my adulthood a little bit. Um, So I did just a lot of, um, I guess you could say independent studying of like how to restore my voice. I eventually, you know, hired like a vocal coach for like a few months and that kind of didn't really work out because she didn't understand the vision and like what I was trying to achieve as a vocalist. Um, So I kind of, you know, ended that relationship, but I just, you know, I just put in the work and it was difficult because there was, there's a lot of days where I gave up and there was a lot of days that I just cried because I was like, I'm never going to get back to my passion and my love, which is performance and singing and recording and, and all of that. I've been doing all of that since I was three years old. And so when that was like ripped away from me, I, you know, I really went through a hard time with that. So um, 2016 happened and I felt like I was in a good place with my voice. I was like, it still needs improvement, but I'm I'm feeling confident enough to put myself out there. And then that's when I was, you know, reborn as this, this rock star, I guess, (laughs) which that was difficult too, because everybody expects, you know, expected me to do like R&B and Neo Soul. And they're like, why do you want to do rock? And I'm like, because it's something I've wanted to do since I was a kid.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I really love that you were able to find your voice. And I want to kind of help you even with that statement you said earlier of like losing your voice. I want to kind of maybe change up that. I'm not going to change your answer, but just the way I see it. Okay. It was a chance for you to prepare for what was meant for you to share your voice in a different lane than people were expecting.
1: Mm, I like that. I do like that language. Because
0: your voice is always going to be amazing because it's coming from you. And when you when you literally are living in your truth, being authentic, sharing what you want with the world and how you want them to perceive you, there's no wrong or right way of doing that because it's about being authentic. But I think when we when we look at it as hey, you know what? This gave you time to prepare for your greatness that we're experiencing now, and that people are going to be able to say, Hey this young lady has not only an amazing singing voice, but she has a story as well to tell.
1: Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely want to use that experience as a way to inspire and encourage people, uh, which is why I tell that story at shows and tell them how Fight came to be, um, because the whole point of Fight is to encourage people to fight for their dreams like whatever whatever the dream is it doesn't necessarily have to be entertainment related um, but whatever it is that you are so passionate about that you wake up every morning thinking about and wanting for your life I want people to stay encouraged even when they you know, meet obstacles, which like that, you know, my, my voice, you know, not being where I needed it to be for so long. um, That was a huge obstacle for me, like physically and mentally, and even spiritually, it was a huge obstacle. And so I just want to encourage people to, you know, see, see the obstacles for what they are, (laughs) because they're going to happen that that is life. (laughs) But you have to, um, you know, you have to process them differently and and look at them a different way and, and understand that those things are happening for a reason like you're saying to you know prepare you for your greatness
0: that's right well I'm very very proud of that journey you've been able to take but it also goes into my next question which is can you share with our listeners the importance of being a woman of color and releasing Mm. rock music in a genre that's been dominated
1: primarily by male? Absolutely, um, I love talking about this um, because this <laughs> this definitely you know flows right into you know my my mission statement, if you will, um, about why I'm out here doing what I'm doing. Um, so it is my presence in this genre as a black woman is super important because the industry as well as music consumers need to get comfortable <laughs> with seeing a different face. They need to get comfortable with hearing a different sound and really just like tasting a different flavor. Like. Um I I feel like with the music industry it, it, there's a lot of you know kind of this copy paste thing going on and which is why like I kind of shy away from like listening to the radio a lot of times cuz I'm tired of hearing the same stuff. Um so I I want people to just get comfortable with the fact that there are artists out here out there who are doing something different. Um and so like my mission really has like two parts. Um And the first part being like, I want to bring, you know, uh, women in general to the forefront of rock because we are here, even though it is male dominated, although a lot of times when I'm on a lineup for a club, I am the only woman on that lineup, although that's typically the case. There's actually a lot of dope women who are killing it on the rock scene, but we're not being given the spotlight we're not being given the shine which i'm not surprised that because you know we kind of get pushed into the shadows and in, in pretty much every industry right so i'm not surprised at that but um like that is like one part of the mission is to just put women at the forefront of rock because we are kicking butt in that genre and then secondly to put the spotlight on black and brown artists and musicians in this genre. So um, for example, like my, wh- you mentioned you know, earlier how I'm on tour right now. And so when we're out on the road, uh, my entire collective is black and brown people. And whenever we pull up in these small towns, like in Oregon and like Utah, It's hilarious. It's hilarious to see all of us getting, you know, off of this sprinter and they're probably wondering, like, we must have made a wrong turn. We got lost because they're not used to seeing that. Um, So, like, my whole band, Black and Brown, everybody on my team, Black and Brown, um, who are passionate about, this, you know, passionate about what I'm doing, but also passionate about this genre. And so I just want, I want people again to get comfortable with that and, and bring that spotlight to us and bring us out of the shadows. Cause I do feel like, um, you know, there's a lot of us kind of hiding right now because there's there's a ton of Black alternative artists, a ton of us. There's a whole community, but a lot of us are kind of pushed into the shadows because of fear of like being different or the criticism from, you know, their community and their peers. And so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to bring everybody out of the shadows and just say, hey, live as your authentic self. And then in addition to that, let's reclaim a genre that we pioneered because <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that either is that we pioneered rock and roll and somehow we kind of got it you know taken out of our hands and I would like to put it back into our hands
0: you need to preach on that because a lot of people <laughs> don't understand about rock and roll where it really originated and I'm glad that you made that point they don't. but it kind of goes into a lot of things in this world has been used or taken or stolen or rearranged. Yep. And so you just have to remember when you make your mark, then people can be reintroduced to who you are as a musician. And even in our own community, yes. sometimes that happens. Um, and oh, yeah. so I love that. We're starting to see different types of music. We've seen a lot of house music has going back into the forefront now,
1: which yes. I think is great.
0: and I love to just see different types of artists going outside of their comfort zone and still being able to be innovative and creative and people can still rock and love you and then maybe if they Yay. don't understand it that's a great conversation starter to say hey you never heard of this type of music or this type of artist then now you've you've met me you know right. what i'm
1: saying right right
0: so i love that now oh, I have, thank you oh you're welcome i have a more of a morbid question i don't really care for this question that much but <laughs> I think it might be good for us to kind of have you to look more introspectively at your life. So the question is, if today okay. was your final date on earth, what type of legacy do you feel that you would leave behind?
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'd like to think that I would have left or will leave a legacy of love for one, um, because I... I, I infuse love in everything that I do. And I, and I hope people see that in the way that I, you know, I communicate with people. Um, so that's, that's number one. Like love is, I mean, love conquers all, right? So um, a legacy of love, but also a legacy of fearlessness, um, because that is something that I tend to, I guess you could say, preach in a lot of my songs. Um, is telling people to, you know, don't be afraid or, you know, fight for your dreams or, you know, don't, you know, don't let fear control you. And I, I really, um, I want that for people because I feel like, especially right now, um, given everything that's been going on, Um, in the last couple of years from the pandemic to, you know, some of the the recent, you know, Supreme Court decisions that came down today. Um, It is, um, it's a time where it's a scary time, but I want people to not be afraid um, and to just, just trust that things are going to be all right.
0: I'm so glad that you mentioned that as well, because when things go on in this world i know i can't really go in depth with a lot of stuff that we have going on because i want to make sure you know we we kind of remain yeah. neutral on certain things but i will i will say that when things happen in this world that we don't have control of and our voices can become amplified because we get to really stand firm in what you believe in yourself but you also get to tell people you know what you expect of them and and I think yes. like this is important and just in music. That's why I love artists so much. And everyone who asks me about this show, like, why do you talk to so many people in the industry? And it's because you guys are already struggling to stand out. And then when you do release music, yes. then you try to be as authentic as you can. But let's say if you're stuck into a contract and you have to release certain types of songs or you have to be told when to do things, you still aren't being yourself. Right. So a lot of people are fighting the battle within a battle, which is just to be able to release something that they feel is a part of their lives, but also to have people receive it in a manner where you feel like I actually am providing mm-hmm. something different for the community. And so I'm just very proud of you to talk about these issues because yeah, you're correct. I mean, we're not too far away, far between from Title IX and and how things have definitely yeah. changed. And I'm so grateful that we have these services and these these people out here who really are supportive of equal rights. But just remembering in order for us to find equal settings and grounds, we have to know what we stand for and what we're not going to take. And we can do that in a respectful way without it being aggression. And I feel like that's important to me. And um, I, I love that you mentioned that because... I can tell not only you as a person but you as a musician that that's important
1: yes thank
0: you oh no problem all right so alicia i'll have a few more for you so the next question is if you could give your younger self one piece of advice what would you tell to her and you have to give us an age
1: and an age Okay. Well, let's see. I would tell my younger self, I'm going to go with probably age 12. <laughs> I'm going to go with 12. Um, I would tell her to just hang in there <laughs> Um that you have purpose that you're going to make a difference and all the rejection and teasing is temporary and everything that people said was weird about you will be celebrated
0: man that is sage advice i love that i love that thank and you and i think that's important yeah. especially when kids are going through bullying and and right now we know there's so much cyberbullying going on there's so yes. much inner turmoil that people are struggling with. Um, and like I said, we have to remember that the, the newer generation of kids are, they're going through an immense tragedy of COVID and, and they're trying to navigate this world in this life right. that it kind of reminds me of like the black plague, or if you think of like people who went through mm. world war one and two and, and, you know, the civil war and all these different, we have so many things i remember growing up when i was in high school when september 11 happened and just just that moment yeah. of just you know where was i when this happened how did i grow and then Katrina and read it for myself and just those experiences that helped shape me but it also just reminded me about yeah. being grateful and then just knowing that your uniqueness and what stands out to take advantage of each moment because we never know the next moment what might happen and I love that you as a musician you've been able True. to be authentic but you also just cherish each moment that you have.
1: Yes, well thank you. Yeah, I mean, it it took some time. It definitely took some time, but I feel like um I'm in a place right now where I'm so secure in who yeah. I am and then who I'm evolving into. Like I I love this version of me. But it took a long time to get to this point in my life to just be just so unapologetic and so in love with who I am.
0: <laughs> That's right. And now I have a fun question for you before we go to the last two I have for you. Have you ever have you ever eaten gumbo before?
1: Yes. Um, yes. Look, my folks from Louisiana, baby. There we, there <laughs> we go. So, so. Love so the reason I'm bringing it
0: up is, think of your childhood and your life as the roux,
1: and okay. just think mm-hmm. of
0: like how much you had to stir it and how much it took to build that, mm. to add all the other pieces to make who you are now. So. I, I, I love food, so everyone knows me that I'm gonna yes. talk about food at any time. So I
1: <laughs> <laughs> look I love I food too. Right. We could have a whole conversation about Shoot, it.
0: I can go on the food network <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love that because when I when I bring up my culture and things I experienced that it relates in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And for anyone yes. who's had a really good, you don't want a store roof. But <laughs>
1: uh-uh. no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't play yourself.
0: I know that's right. <laughs> but when you actually build something and then you get the opportunity to share your gift, because yeah. people cooking and having experience and showing a labor of love, that's the way your music is the same way. Like when people listen to your music, they can feel like, hey, yes. I've had a piece of that. And I want another and I want another and I want i want to be fulfilled. And I think that is the marking of an artist. Instead mm, of someone who's just like a that. singer, because anyone can get up and get on the mic. But an artist mm. is someone who takes the time and the effort and they're building something and you're able to to really marinate and, and participate in that experience. And like you said, when you talk about her and Lauren Hill, those are artists. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no question. I mean, no question. But there are certain people who are quote unquote, considered artists these days and I'm like yeah I don't know what they're selling but I'm not buying it but it's just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just the truth and I, I'm like I want to have an experience when I listen and that's why I love your voice and, and your music is when I listen I feel like I'm taken somewhere like um like you feel like you're on a voyage and when you get to the place at the ending you don't want to end and that's something that I feel like Mm. we need to start to see more of this and that's why I love that women and people of color and people from different backgrounds are finally being seen and heard and not just feel like you have to measure up to a certain genre as you mentioned of music just because of the the melanin of your skin you know
1: yes yes So I love
0: that you shared that
1: i mean i love what you just shared i love it and now i want gumbo
0: (laughs) i want some too see but i'm not i'm not about to make any i'm about to buy some
1: (laughs) (laughs) well look i'm I'm on a a plant-based diet for like the next week um so i can't even touch it i can't even touch the gumbo but come my birthday i need some shrimp in my life
0: i know that's right (laughs) So I have two more questions for you. I'm going to combine these last two.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: So the first one we have is, how can our listeners find you online? And then the last part of that is, what is next for you?
1: All right. Well, you know, to answer your first question, um, you can find me online Everywhere you stream and download and wherever your social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Um, and everything is under my name. So Alicia Sheree, E-L-I-S-H-I-A-S-H-A-R-I-E. So, I mean, Facebook.com slash Alicia Sheree, YouTube.com slash Alicia Sheree. You get the picture. That's how you can find me. <laughs> and then I have my own website, com. If you just type me into Google, you'll find me. Um, so that's how you can find me online, and then as far as what's next for me, um, well, I mentioned earlier that my birthday is coming up, and I'm actually doing a birthday bash at the Viper Room here in West Hollywood um, on July 2nd. My birthday's July 3rd, and so I've I put together this amazing lineup of black and brown rock artists, <laughs> and you know that includes um, this dope duo um, called the Black Goats. Then there's uh, this collective out of Compton um, called Bad Talkers. And then a friend of mine, um, and you may know him, um, Kalindo, who is Janelle Monet's guitarist. Um, he's also an artist and he's coming out from Texas to perform. And I'm really excited about that night. Like the energy surrounding that night is super high. So like that, we're about to, you know, we're about to celebrate. About to celebrate all of, you know, the triumphs of this last year, and then going into, you know, this next season of my life. Um, so there's that. Um, we actually just announced today that we are doing our first festival um, called Wasteland. And we're performing on the main stage on a Friday night in September, September 30th. So anybody who is in Southern California, you can come check us out. It's like a Mad Max post-apocalyptic themed festival. Um, So excited about that. And then um, my album release in October. And then we're going back out on tour to promote the album.
0: Wow. I'm excited. My birthday is in October, so I cannot wait to... October what? October 31st.
1: Uh, Okay, a Halloween baby, huh?
0: (laughs) Yes, Halloween. Mm All right, I'm putting that in the
1: calendar right now.
0: So I'm excited and I definitely have yours in the calendar because um, my cousin's birthday is like I was telling you before, I have one on the first and the second, so I will definitely not forget yours. I love it.
1: Yeah, no, I and I definitely can't forget yours. This is super cool.
0: Well, I'm just very excited for you and I really appreciate you being on the show and I want you to come back very soon so we can hear some of your live music because I have a second podcast oh, yes. Okay. called Space Between and I would love to hear you sing and perform.
1: Well, I would love to sing and perform on your show. You just let me know when.
0: Well, I'm gonna put you on the calendar. Be like, you're on for this week, next week, the next. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're just gonna be a recurring guest. <laughs>
0: yeah, like like you actually are my co-host from now on. <laughs> oh, well, you
1: know. <laughs> I love it. No, but, but yes, I I would love to. It'd be an honor, and just thank you for having me on this one on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I've had a blast speaking with you.
0: Well, I have as well. This has been such a breath of fresh air, and I think to end the week. It's just so good to have someone on who not only has the energy and the passion and the commitment to her career, but just someone who really wants to, to put a smile on people's face and to change the perspective of what people see in us. And then just to, to put out a message okay. of love and hope. And, and that's what I hear in your voice. That's what I experience when I'm around you. And I feel like you give off a light that we really need to see more of in this world. So we're just so glad that you not only agreed to be on the show, but that you're being yourself and that we can connect with that.
1: Well, thank you so much. Again, just thank you for the opportunity to share my heart. I appreciate
0: it. Oh, no problem. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, we're just so glad to have you on. And I can't wait to have you back soon. <laughs> Woo
1: I'll be back. All
0: right. Well, <laughs> I will talk with you later. And thank you so much for being on our show.
1: Oh, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.